0: Hello world, welcome to the Coffeepreneur podcast, where aspiring entrepreneurs will get in numerous tips and advice from discussions and talks. I'm your host, Mekhna Duttipelde. In this episode, we will talk to Kiran Sir, Regional Mentor of Change, Karnataka, associated with other innovation Mission under the auspices of AYO. Or I could also just say, mental to budding entrepreneurs, welcome, sir. Those of us who know you, know you as the ever available Kiran, sir. Could you tell us more about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure, Meghna. Um, yeah, let me uh, introduce myself, first of all. Yeah, well, different people uh, say different things about me. Long back, I used to work in the IT sector, and the IT industry. I used to work in companies such as Motorola, Philips, Infosys, Wipro, and a few others as well. And if you ask my colleagues uh, from the IT industry, they would tell me I worked as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is somebody who works as an entrepreneur within the company. That's how I used to be. And uh, as part of my job, I used to uh, start new initiatives really innovative products and solutions. That was uh, how I used to work in the corporate sector. Uh, regarding my education, I have a master's degree in computer science from Illinois Institute of Tech, US, and a postgraduate diploma in business administration from uh, Simbo S. Pune. that's in marketing. Yeah. And, um, well, <laughs> since the last eight years have been a solo entrepreneur uh, or a solopreneur you could say uh, where i consult for technology startups in uh, innovation business product strategy product engineering uh, product development uh, and many other areas Um, i've also been mentoring school and college students i mean my mentoring journey goes back all the way to uh, 2006 so pretty much i've been mentoring students for almost 15 plus years now. Yeah, Uh, so um, apart uh, from that, as far as my hobbies go, uh, I do a lot of hiking in the Himalayas. Uh, I do write some short poems, Uh, I do painting, and uh, I engage uh, in adventure sports, including aerosports, camping, trekking, and a few more things as well. So um, that's a brief about myself.
0: This is great to know about your unseen side. Now let's get to the next question. How did your ATL journey begin?
1: Wow, that's a great question. Uh, well, it all started accidentally. I didn't know anything about Atal Innovation Mission. I didn't know anything about Atal Tinkering Labs way back in 2017 when a friend of mine said, uh, just uh, forwarded a message on WhatsApp which said apply for mentor india program and i had no clue what this was anyway i just clicked on the link because i had little time and when i clicked on it it went took me to the atal innovation mission homepage uh, where there was an application it looked little interesting so i just casually applied and after a few months in early 2018 i got an email from atal innovation mission saying that I've been assigned uh, as a mentor of change uh, to mentor school students in Athel Tinkering Labs. Uh, That is when I first heard about this term called Athel Tinkering Labs. And of course, I was used to mentoring, so it was not new to me. And uh, so I, anyway, wanted to uh, mentor more students. So this was a fantastic opportunity. And that's how I got started. And I started with uh, uh, Air Force School Hebar. That's a school in, uh, in in one of the schools in Bangalore. And they had a fantastic Athali Tinkering Lab. And I went there and uh, I was really um, dumbstruck by the kind of stuff they had in Athali Tinkering Labs. A lot of electronics, software, 3D printers, soldering kits and many more things. It was really impressive. A lot of laptops and other stuff. So I began my journey there. And uh, since then I've been mentoring uh, students in a first School Hibar, uh, for over three and a half years now. And uh, uh, till the pandemic stuck, I was, I used to go there twice every week uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays to mentor the students for about two hours each. And I used to have about 60 students who used to regularly attend the ATL. And uh, we did many things like, right, from problem solving, design thinking, Um, building electronic circuits, building internet of things, applications, artificial intelligence, augmented reality, many more things, many innovations. So I guided individual innovation projects of students, some of them even won uh, um, prizes in uh, some competitions. It was going pretty well, but I also discovered that many other students were not visiting the ATL. And the time that students had at the atl was uh, very minimal they used to get about two hours a week or so that's it and i thought okay um uh, i when i observed it i mean the atls used to be open during only school hours so it was a challenge for students to tinker and innovate so i thought okay why not we put together a, a web portal where a lot of tinkering Uh, resources and tools can be made available so that students can tinker from anywhere and at any time. So even from home, during weekends or holidays, uh, that is how I first came up with something called as an innovation portal. Um, That brought a lot of flexibility and convenience to my student mentees. So now they could just access this web portal and read up a lot of things, learn things, use some of the online tools to tinker. And when they actually came to ATL, they were much better prepared to tinker and use the time more effectively. So that is how we started. Later on, um, we realized that many more students can benefit from these kind of uh, digital skilling. So we started a program called Digital Skilling and Prototyping Challenge. It was a boot camp uh, we offered uh, um, to many students, not just in airport school, but also um To uh, students in many other schools across Karnataka. Um, We in fact invited even teachers and parents also to participate in this program as students, apart from students themselves. So that was fantastic. Uh, It gave a lot of exposure to uh, many people um, outside of my ATL. And then in 2020, um, I started a program called uh, Solopreneurship Challenge. This was a 10-week bootcamp on entrepreneurship Um, and uh, students acquired digital skills, they built digital products as part of this bootcamp, they learned about business models, they learned about marketing, they learned how to set up their own online store and even sell their digital products online. By the end of 10 weeks, students had actually sold their products to their own school and earned an income. Uh, in the process. So it was tremendously successful program. And then we happened to have uh, Mr. Ramanand, the then mission director of Atal Innovation Mission attending the uh, the final, um, uh, the awards day event of this program. And he was so impressed. He said, let's take it to the national level. And that is how the Tinker camp bootcamp um, came into existence. And five months later, Atal Innovation Mission launched the Tinkerpreneur Bootcamp, in which I worked with their team for five months in designing and building up the learning content. And 9,000 students benefited from the Tinkerpreneur Bootcamp. And after that, uh, there was another program called TinkerChamp program, which was more about equipping students with 21st century skills. So it's been a long journey uh, through this ATL, And then I was also appointed as a regional mentor of change for Karnataka uh, in early 2020. And my mission is to build a vibrant community of mentors across the country who can guide students and bring about uh, a big mind shift change and uh, we can unleash a culture of creativity, innovation and entrepreneurship across the country. So as part of my efforts for mentors, I've also built some uh, a web portal called a mentoring hub, which uh, allows mentors to collaborate with each other and things like that. So, yeah, in all, I would say, um, uh, so far I have received about 17 uh, recognitions from Atal Innovation Mission, uh, as top ex- exemplary mentor, about 17 times in all. And uh, yeah, so that's been an amazing ride so far. Um So my uh, mission is to empower students uh, with the right skills and competencies so that uh, they can uh, discover their life's true calling and realize their potential to the fullest.
0: That was a wonderful story of a blessing in disguise. Now here comes the inevitable question, the successful pilot of the Tinker Champ program. What does it mean to you? And can you briefly tell our listeners about your vision for the program?
1: Yes, certainly. Uh, in fact, uh, I mentioned to you about uh, two other boot camps we did in the past. One was about digital scaling, another was about solopreneurship, and then later on as Tinker Tinkerpreneur Bootcamp. The first was about technology, second one was about entrepreneurship. But what I also realized is 21st century skills is, uh, is another very, very essential or skill sets, which are very essential for thinkers and innovators. Unfortunately, this was lacking in many of the students um, when I used to uh, mentor them at ATLs. Because they didn't have uh, good communication skills or they couldn't collaborate with each other, um, they could not take their ideas forward. Many of their ideas would just remain ideas, or they would just remain as prototypes, and they wouldn't know how to take that forward, how to build a product, how to commercialize it. Um, They didn't have ownership, they they lacked time, they didn't know how to manage the time between academics and other things. So there are a lot of challenges, and all these challenges, made it so difficult for them to pursue their ideas forward and take it forward uh, all the way to probably um, commercialization, even if not commercialization, at least uh, to a level where they can be proud of what they have created. So then we thought, okay, let's equip students with this 21st century skills so that they can improve uh, their tinkering and innovating, uh, uh, how they tinker and innovate. And that's how this uh, TinkerChamp program came about. And fortunately, after the Tinkerpreneur bootcamp, we had mentors in my mentors group. We had students from across the country, uh, hundreds of them. uh, And that was a a good opportunity uh, to try out and test this little pilot program with students from across the country. And the whole idea was um, uh, get students to... uh, uh, um, Collaborate with each other, um, come out with uh, some initiatives, uh, and make a difference uh, in their own schools, in their own ATLs, in their own communities. So it was a very unique uh, program, a first of its kind program. Um, Normally, you would find skills, uh, programs which focus on technical skills or entrepreneurial skills, but this program focused on 21st century skills, which cannot be taught in a theoretical fashion. It has to be experienced. It has to be uh, people have to do something in order to acquire the skills. Uh, So this was a unique program that day. So what we did was uh, we made it open to everyone, all the students in my mentors group uh, who was interested, they could participate in this program. And the whole idea was students would come up with their own initiatives and uh, drive those initiatives. And in the process, they acquire 21st century skills and also make a difference to fellow students in their own ATLs. So we had many challenges as part of the TinkerChamp program. We had a webinar challenge, workshop challenge. um, uh, There were competitions, quizzes. We also had a make a fit challenge. um, uh, And we regularly had something called as inspiration sessions which encourage students to come forward, showcase their technology demos, or product demos, so that in the process they uh, improve their communication skills and presentation skills. Uh, we also encouraged uh, students to build uh, tools and products for their uh, own peers at Athel Tinkering Labs so that they can support them with these tools and technologies and products. Uh, well, the students also went about creating some e-learning resources knowledge base, collaboration tools, and they documented all their uh, tinkering knowledge uh, in the form of student wiki. And they even went about mentoring this to other students at their own ATLs. So, there's a lot of uh, student-led initiatives that this Tinker Jam program started. And we conducted this program between August and October 2020. And as I said earlier, we had students from across the country. It was like a Pan India program. We had uh, students from 12 schools across eight states. And to participate in the program, students had to bring um, uh, their skills in digital tools and technologies, the marketing skills that they had acquired in Think Up New Camp. Uh, They also had to bring their entrepreneurial skills. And of course, in the process of driving their initiatives they were 21st century skills and they learn to collaborate with each other uh, add value to each other and they learn the diversity of the country since they came from different parts of the country and they learn to work in mission mode especially in the run-up to the maker fair the last one month was very hectic um, but i was really impressed by the way students um, drove themselves and increased each other and work together as one single team. And it was like a mission because the deadline for the Maker fair was set and everybody had to contribute in different ways and everyone worked together as a team and it made it happen. So in the process, they learned to put their skills to a practical use in the real world because the Maker fair was one in which students had to go out and actually conduct some webinars and some demos and some panel discussions and invite people from outside to come and join these sessions. So it was a real test of uh, what they had acquired in the previous three months. Um, so in the process of this uh, participating in this program, they learned to think big and envision their future, how they would like to take things forward. They have some new ideas now. Some of them are even coming out with their own ideas of forming a company, things like this. And they're being recognized as brand ambassadors of the ITLs and now these students who are Tinker Champs have become role models for fellow Tinkerers as well. So in this whole process, the Tinker Champ program has, I I hope that in the coming days, weeks and months, it will drive greater participation of students at the ATLs. Even those who normally shy away from the ATLs, they'll be encouraged to participate because uh, students like to learn from other students. and these tinker champs have become all-rounders and they've become change agents. They are driving the culture of creativity, innovation and entrepreneurship uh, through their own initiatives. And that's exactly what we need today. It's not enough if ATL in charge of some mentors drive some initiatives in their ATLs. The students who have to take ownership and drive their own uh, activities and initiatives in ATLs, only then the culture, the mindset change will happen and uh, we can usher in. Uh, a culture of innovation across the country so yeah it's it's beneficial in many ways so what I uh, my vision uh, for the Stinker Champ program is try and institutionalize it in every ATL across the country close to 10,000 ATLs and I'm will also i also planning to work with other innovation mission to see if we can offer this as a boot camp at the national level where students from ATLs across the country can participate, they can acquire this 21st century skills and they can drive their own initiatives, become change agents and make a difference in their schools, ATLs and the community. So that's uh, my little take on the Kacham program, Megana.
0: So that was great to know about your vision. And I completely agree with you on the fact that children are the futures of this nation. And if they drive some initiative, It will make a big impact
1: yeah yeah
0: now let's get to the next question india ranks 46 out of 137 countries in the global innovation index 20 out of 100 in the global startup ecosystem and 68 out of 137 in entrepreneurship we have come a long way and we have a long way to go What, according to you, is the one thing we should do to accelerate the goal of Atmanirbhar Bharat?
1: Okay, that's a fantastic question. Yes. So, Atmanirbhar Bharat is an amazing uh, idea. Uh, Not just an idea, but it's it's an amazing vision to have because we need... What does Atmanirbhar, I mean, say? It's it's all about self-reliance, right? But self-reliance doesn't have to be... uh, only about the economy or the infrastructure or a few other things Um, self-reliance has to uh, be more in terms of human capital because people are what makes a country Uh, people uh, constitute um, the core of the nation so unless we improve and empower people uh, individuals especially the young minds the students right from school students with the right knowledge, skills, and competence, it's very difficult to achieve Atmanirbhar Bharat, right? Um, otherwise, Atmanir Bharat will be limited to only a few spheres um, of our life. Um, but as a whole, if our country has to improve and become self-reliant and maybe even export it to other countries, uh, we need to develop the right skills and competencies. And how do we do it? We we cannot have a top-down approach where some organization or some entity drives things and says, this is what you should do. Rather than that, we should take the bottom-up approach where we just have to empower uh, people with the right skills, knowledge, and competence and set them free so that they become change agents. They come out with their own creativity. Uh, They come out with their own innovations and they drive their own entrepreneurial ventures and in in the process some magic happens i mean we cannot say what the magic will will be but it will be a real magic because it, it will be a surprise uh, it'll usher in a, a culture of creativity and innovation and entrepreneurship far and wide than ever imaginable um, so if we can empower people and make them change agents give them leadership skills that's the best way to do it and in fact Tinker champ program is exactly all about this it's all about Irbar Bharat uh, because you need to empower people and set them free don't um, put chains around them um, so if, if you give them the freedom they will go out and make some positive change that's what i believe and every day i've been working towards this goal as a mentor
0: i have never thought of atmanirbar Bharat as a human-centered goal so it was great to know about that. Now coming to the next question. be it the nine weeks of the Tinkerpreneur Bootcamp boot camp or the three months of the Tinker Champ program. How do we measure the success? There were nine thousand participants in the boot camp, 5,500 in the program, and the top 100 were identified. Is it sufficient?
1: yeah uh, well i would say uh, that's only a starting point but uh, the true measure of success has to be something else i mean we cannot just measure uh, success in terms of the number of participants like um or um how many made it to the top 100 it's it's not a, it should not be just a process of elimination right i mean everybody uh, who participated in these programs participated in their own way uh, they learn different things, and it takes time. It takes time for for us to see the results, and for even for us to uh, measure the success. So the ultimate success, I would say, is the impact that these programs will make on the ground in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. So it's definitely going to be a long-term uh, thing. And one is you can see the direct impact on the participants themselves, how much new skills and competencies they have acquired, the self-confidence they have acquired, the 21st centuries they have acquired. And in the the process of acquiring all of these, what initiatives do they take and what changes do they bring in? That's the true measure of success, right? And then the indirect impact is how these programs have even inspired others who may not have directly participated in these programs, but probably they heard about it and they uh, felt encouraged. And they, I mean, some of the participants uh, went forward and taught other people, other students who actually had not participated earlier. So it kind of rubbed off on each other and it has inspired each other. So (laughs) it's kind of difficult to measure, Uh, The success, um, maybe in terms of uh, numbers, but in the long run, I would say we need to measure the success in terms of the cultural change that it has brought about the culture of innovation, culture of creativity, the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, the mindset change that it has brought about in a large section of people and the kind of um, uh, the reach that the geographic reach it has uh, it has uh, it has where the impact can be felt is it only in some pockets or it has spread all across india so that's one of the measures i would say and uh, finally the kind of innovations the products the entrepreneurial ventures the kind of leaders that we develop in this country will be um, of course that is also long term but these are all the real measures of success. Not necessarily how many participated, how many made it to the top 10 or top 100. Uh, they're good things, yes, from uh, from a program perspective. But we really need to go beyond and see what is a true impact on the ground. That's what I would say as the uh, true success of these programs.
0: I completely understand that, sir. If we haven't made a change in the people, we can't make a change at all.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Now, what is the one quality you appreciate in mentees, and what is the one quality you think is needed to be a mentor, besides patience, which we have learned from you?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, as far as mentees, I would say um, the one thing that I appreciate is self-belief. The, that, I feel, is the most fundamental and uh, most fundamental uh, quality that one should have. Without self-belief, nothing happens. Nev- nothing ever happens. Self-belief is what is going to drive everything that uh, a mentee does or achieves uh, in, in, in their life, right? So, uh, it, it I mean, in the short term, it may or may not give you results. But in the long term, definitely, it's going to get you results and you'll surely be successful if you uh, believe in yourself. And because you believe in yourself, it also brings many other things like commitment, ownership, leadership. It also brings creativity in you. It brings innovativeness and you will have this entrepreneurial spirit in you. So all of these will come only if you believe in what you're doing, believe in your ideas, believe in your vision. So it's important that students or anybody who, um, whom I mentor I must expect them to have belief in themselves um, because that is what drives everything else so um, and coming to mentors I mean you asked me what is the one quality you need to be a mentor uh, well uh, as a mentor I would say from my all this experience I would say uh, one has to be very adaptable. Uh, as a mentor you need to be adaptable because every mentee is different every mentee comes from a different background different uh, uh, skill sets or experience their expectations are different uh, what they want to achieve is different or some of them uh, are not even clear about what do they want to do or where do they want to go so one has to be flexible one has to be adaptable uh, you, you cannot have one size fits all approach so You need to figure out on the way and you need to work with every mentee. You need to give time and space to them. You need to engage with them. And then you have to learn in the process uh, to see where the mentee is. What do the, I mean, you need to nudge them. You cannot force anybody. You cannot push anybody. You can only inspire them and uh, see what is the next step that the mentee can take. And if the mentee takes that one step, then you help them take the next step, and then the next step. So that is how you go about. And if the mentee is finding it challenging, then you probably have to make it a little easier for them. Uh, It's not my goal or my vision that to drive, but uh, drive the mentee but the mentee we should help ultimately help the mentee discover their own goals and visions or whatever they want to do in life right so it's it's very different from coaching mentoring is very different from coaching and coaching you work towards a very specific goal or a results but in mentoring it's much more broader you empower you enable and you um Encourage and inspire, and you take a back seat as a mentor and let your mentee drive in whatever way, or whatever direction, or whatever pace or whatever speed they want to go with. So to do this, you have to be really adaptable. You need to. Um, you cannot force your point of view on anybody else. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Is uh, is what I would. Uh, says mentors should do. In fact, if any of the students um, are aspiring to be uh, mentors, they need to learn the skills to be flexible and adaptable. Otherwise, they will soon find it challenging to mentor other students, right? So, yeah, adaptable is a key thing. So, for students, it's believe in yourself, and for mentors, be adaptable. That's it.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir, I agree. Believing in yourself gets you a long way and adaptability is a crucial skill when it comes to collaboration. True. That was some serious stuff. Now let's mix it up with the quick rapid fire. Keep it short and keep it quick, sir.
1: Sure, certainly. Let's do that. (laughs) I'm really excited.
0: What 21st century skill do you think is the most important?
1: Well, the most important 21st century skill, I would say is critical thinking. I mean, everybody has creative skills, but critical thinking is so very important. Unless we think critically and examine things, it's very challenging to uh, proceed forward. So critical thinking is the most important skill, according to me.
0: Interesting. What emerging technology do you think will shape the future?
1: Uh, well, I would say it's not just one technology uh, that may shape the future, but it's it's a combination of multiple technologies. That's what is happening today. Uh, but most prominently, I would say Internet of Things, artificial intelligence and robotics, um, maybe even blockchain. And there are many more, of course, <laughs> nobody can predict the future. But at least I see these three as the most promising of technologies that are shaping our immediate future.
0: Yes. Who is the first person that comes to your mind when you hear the word successful entrepreneur? Uh,
1: Well, I would uh, place my bets on Ratan Tata because I I really admire him. Uh, Ratan Tata has been an inspiration because not just because he's, he's a successful entrepreneur. Being uh, just uh, running a company or being an entrepreneur, he is also into social entrepreneurship. That's what I like. He balances business with social change, social impact. So that's... so it's for me, it's Ratan Tata.
0: If you were writing an autobiography, what would the title be?
1: Wow! <laughs> if I were to write an autobiography, my God. Okay, maybe I would call. Maybe I would title it as 24 by 7 mentor. Maybe that would be the title. Thank
0: <laughs> you, sir. Who is your inspiration?
1: Uh, well, Steve Jobs has always been my inspiration. He is so passionate. He was so passionate about whatever he did. I mean, he, I mean, he was a great entrepreneur. He was a great designer. And um, he went really deep into things. And he was a perfectionist. He was very passionate about things. And uh, yeah, I see many things uh, in myself when I look at Steve Jobs. So Steve Jobs has really been my inspiration.
0: If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go?
1: Okay, that's, I would go to Japan to learn the art of preparing and serving tea. It's really an art there. Uh, I appreciate uh, Japanese people because um, they're perfectionists. They uh, do things in such a way that it becomes an art by itself. It's no more uh, just doing things for the sake of doing things. They have reached a level of perfection um, in many of the things that I would like to learn many things from them. So it's Japan for me. If I can go anywhere in the world, I would go there.
0: For one, enjoy the Japanese lifestyle.
1: Now, what
0: is your biggest pet peeve that irritates you the most?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, being late, I would say is the biggest pet peeve because I hate that if somebody is late, even I don't excuse myself if I'm late. I always value time and I feel that if uh, people have to maintain that time, And sometimes it doesn't happen and it really irritates me.
0: Time waits for no one. If you could turn back time and talk to your 6th grader self, what would you tell him?
1: Wow, I would say, boy, go get yourself a mentor. (laughs) (laughs) Mentor is what I lacked those days. I mean, I didn't have any mentor. Nobody to guide me, nobody to tell me what to do. I had to struggle and figure out things all by myself. And yes, that's what I would say. Get yourself a mentor. (laughs) What would you
0: do if you won the lottery?
1: Lottery, wow. I would definitely build a tinkering lab of my own at home. (laughs) So I can indulge in everything. Whatever I want to indulge in, I can indulge in. So I should have the right tools and resources. I can be creative. I can be innovative. I can probably build my own products and start selling them. So I definitely need a lab to do that.
0: What is your favorite cartoon character?
1: Wow, favorite cartoon character? Oh, mm, I would say it's Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> that's what I like. I've seen many of those Kung Fu Panda movies and uh, really like the stories. And the it, it's so funny. It's, it's very, uh, very nice to um, see Kung Fu Panda in action. <laughs> so that's my favorite c- cartoon character.
0: Be adorable. You've been <laughs> given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant?
1: Mm, an elephant? My God. Okay. Maybe I would put it in the ATL and assign it the job of mentoring students. <laughs> mm,
0: just addressing so the I elephant in the room. I see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of things for us to learn from elephants too, right? So, uh, elephant can even mentor us.
0: <laughs> if could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be?
1: Well, that's pretty simple. I would say billboard would surely have inspire and be inspired. That's always been my tagline. I would surely put it on the billboard as well. And I hope it inspires many more uh, people. In the process and inspires each other, I mean, we so that we can inspire each other and be inspired from each other in so many things that we can do in our creativity, innovativeness, whatever it may be. In anything we do in life, we should inspire and be inspired. And so we learn from each other.
0: If you could have dinner with any two people, who would it be?
1: Mm, that's a tough question. Yeah. Maybe I would have dinner with my sixth grade self, greater self. (laughs) Maybe I would have a uh, um, pep talk with him uh, and um, maybe guide him towards the future. That's what I I would do. Um, I don't know who else I can have dinner with. That's a tough question. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll let that pass.
0: (laughs) What are you currently reading or listening?
1: Okay, you mean a book, something like that?
0: Yes, like a book or a podcast or something.
1: Okay, I'm I'm a bookworm. I read a lot of books. Of course, I read a lot of books on my Kindle app. And uh, currently, I'm reading a book called The Road Ahead. Uh, it's 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 a book written by J Krishnamurti. I don't know whether you know about him. Um, uh, he's sort of philosopher, and uh, he's written a book for students, teachers, and parents. It's an amazing read that any student, or teacher, or parent should definitely read this book. It, it's just too good. It it gives so much of clarity about life. So that's uh, on the book that I'm. I mean, I'm almost finished that book now. Uh, so I've, so far, I've really enjoyed that book. It's, it's an amazing book ab- about everything that you want to do in life. You should read this book. Yeah, that's yes, what sir, i am Yes, sir. I will
0: definitely check that out soon. Sure. How would your family describe what you do for a living?
1: Oh, well, my family has always been saying that I'm married to my profession. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it was when I was used to work in a corporate job, they used to say, you're married to your job. And then when I used to consult, they used to say you're wedded to those uh, startups. And now they say that you're wedded to mentoring. I mean, I'm so stuck with everything. So it's 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 my passion. So, um, <laughs> so whatever I take it, I take it so seriously and try to do it. Um, they say that you're you're wedded to your profession. That's what my family says about me.
0: That was very interesting, sir. Before we end today's session, I would ask you one thing. What is your mm-hmm. message to budding tinkerers and innovators in our audience?
1: Okay, that's, a, that's fantastic. Okay, great that you asked. I would always say Dare to dream. Believe in yourself. Pursue your ideas vigorously and never give up and make it happen success will surely be yours sooner or later. That's my message.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Coffeepreneur podcast. Special thanks to our guest today, Kiran sir. We really enjoyed talking with him. It was inspirational to all the champions in making. For more tips from entrepreneurs or if you'd like to reach out to us, visit coffeepreneur.podcast.com.
1: Catch you later.